This podcast is part of the Zeo to Hero Podcast Network. AvenuePodcast.net Hello, all my beautiful people. It's time for another fun episode of If You Give a Data Podcast. And I just want to say thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Whether this is your first time listening or if you're a longtime listener to the show, thank you for being here and welcome. So you've heard me talk about the guys from Three Ranger Bros Studios. And in fact, I've had two of them on the show already. And that would be Cosplay Dude 637 and Ty Tiger. Well, today I have on with me Mark, the Red Cornish Ranger. And we're going to kind of just talk about all the things that he's done from creating the Red Cornish Ranger uh, character to the comic books that he actually um, brings to life and puts uh, on audio form. Uh, we talk about video games and we talk about uh, Power Rangers and all kinds of different stuff. It's a really fun conversation and I believe you guys are really going to enjoy this today. And for those of you who are here just to listen to the Red Cornish Ranger episode, welcome. I hope that you enjoy what you hear, and I hope that you stick around and listen to some of the other great episodes I have here as well. So, if you guys are as excited as I am, then let's get this show on the road. If you give a dad a podcast. You're bloody welcome! You know. (laughs) Hey, Dad. If I get my hand stuck in a pickle jar, I'm straight up bull in a china shop, just <laughs> swinging around. Started writing songs when I was about 12 or so. Seriously? They're retrofitting now. And I'm like, yes, finally. We also had the opportunity to go train with Voice uh, Gracie and uh, Dan Severin. Wow. I like that. That's different. <laughs> it stands out. That day, I took my very first bump, and it was fun. There's only one section to go to first, the toys. Bro. I was like, no, man, surely this guy's not worked out that long. (laughs) I haven't laughed that hard since I was a little girl. What? Man, this guy won't shut up. And just a reminder before we get started here, make sure that you like, share, and subscribe to iGadap wherever it is you're listening to. Hit that notification bell so you are notified when a new episode drops. Also, make sure that you go out there and rate and review this episode. Tell me what you think of it. And the more people that do that, the more likely I am to be recommended to somebody else. Now, on to the show. All right, everybody. So, I am talking to a guy that I have known for probably about uh, almost a year now. Um, I met him through a Facebook group, and he is the reason why you hear me talk about Zeo to Hero and Three Ranger Bros Studios so much. Um, He's a cosplayer out of Cornwall. Um, He's also the creator of Nerds Through Comics. And like I said, he got me into uh, Zeo to Hero, and he is the last member of the Three Ranger Bros Studios, because as you know, I've already had the other two on here. And I am talking about Mark, the Red Cornish Ranger. Man, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing fine. <laughs> oh, it's good to have you on finally. Uh, we've been uh, talking back and forth about getting this set up for quite a while now, actually. Yeah, yeah. Had a little mishap we did Yeah, in December. <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember the reason why. <laughs> well, scheduling, I think, had something to do with it. You know, we uh, yeah. got families and stuff, things going on especially close to the holidays. So, you know, things tend to uh, sometimes fall through when it comes to that. Oh, most definitely do with me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, you're, I know you're staying pretty busy over there when, you know, when it comes to your daughter and everything. And then 
So, uh, yeah. Uh, Managed to get some editing done finally. Oh, cool. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah, I know you like to get on the on TikTok and do some of your editing and stuff. I think uh, yeah. I've jumped on there with you a few times and we've, uh, you know, just kind of chit-chatted uh, through the, the comments and everything on there. Yeah, uh, pretty much. I've managed to finally get an episode that I've been trying to do. Oh, okay. Finally done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know... It, that uh, probably keeps you really busy because, I mean, you're always coming out with new stories and everything like that. All three of you guys are when it comes to the three Ranger Bros studios. And, um, well, we're going to just jump right into this a little bit. I know you just got through doing an interview with Ty uh, that yeah. kind of <laughs> went over everything that you're doing and all of that. So I'm, I'm not going to stick on a lot of the things that he's already talked about. I'm going to kind of jump around in different areas as well. That way we're not having the exact same talk that you had with him. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Which I, I really enjoyed that. I'm glad that uh, Ty has actually uh, got its, got his start doing uh, his podcast now and everything. Uh, I think he's going to go pretty far doing that. Yeah, I think he's, he's, he's off to a good start with it. Yeah, definitely. Um, he's got me scheduled to come on there. Uh, I've got it on my schedule. I think it might be. Not this week, but next week, I think, is whenever I'm supposed to go talk with him. So it'll be interesting to be able to get on there. I'm usually the one asking the questions, not having questions asked of me. So, <laughs> Well, I'm getting pretty used to it now. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I will start out with this, though. What got you into doing the uh, um, the Nerds Through Comics? Where you're Because you, you take different uh stories and you put them in an audio form what got you started doing that well i've been wanting to do it for ages um first time i remember really wanted to do it when they brought out that star trek Doctor Who crossover comic uh-huh and i i just thought to myself wouldn't it be brilliant if you could actually have the the actors the, the likes of patrick stewart jonathan franks right. and having them voice this comic yeah uh, rather than doing a live action. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it would be brilliant to do that. And then I started to think up ideas of me actually doing it. But I felt kind of awkward trying to voice all of the characters because it just <laughs> didn't work in my head. It didn't. Right. But then obviously getting talking with Jim and Billy and being around the whole podcast scene, I just mm-hmm. thought, well, why don't I just give this a go? So I reached out to such people like Willie and his wife Rita, the Cosby dude, yeah, Cosby wife, mm-hmm. and um, got them to do some of the voicing. Um, got some of the others as well doing some of them, and yeah, it just all came together eventually. Had a few mishaps with a couple of voice actors, but um, ultimately it didn't come together as quick as I was hoping, but eventually it came together and I got it out. Yeah, I actually, that was the first one I wanted to do. Was the Doctor Who Star Trek crossover? It was literally, the one that was on my mind. I wanted to do first off. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, then you started bringing in your own character into it. You know, you created the uh, the Red Cornish Ranger, which is mm-hmm. you know it's uh, it's a playoff of a bunch of different things, and you've incorporated you know Cornwall into that and everything. So. Um, what was your main inspiration behind creating, uh, you know, the Cornish Ranger? Well, um, when I started off, I just was looking for something unique. Uh-huh. 
um, on TikTok because you, you you had all these people such as um, you had one called Eternal Ranger. You know, they came up with names for themselves. Right. You had Gokai Shadow and uh, several others as well that have come up with little names for themselves on there. Yeah. So I thought I need something unique and that doesn't seem to be around and that's unique to me as well. Uh-huh. So I just thought, well, I'm from Cornwall. Why not do that? And then it just kind of took a life of its own, really. And it just blew up on me, <laughs> really. <laughs> well, and I know you've kind of, uh, over time, you have adapted it and you have um, kind of morphed the character. Because I, mm-hmm. I remember seeing some of the first, uh, I, you have some of your first videos, you know, tagged at the top of your TikTok and everything like that. When you started out with the helmet and the hoodie and stuff. And yeah. then, uh, you know, it's morphed and I've seen, you know, recently where you've added in the new gloves and things like that. You know, and I imagine that takes uh, not only a lot of uh, time to figure out exactly how you want to do it. You've added the cape into it, you know, all these different things. And um, do you have like a end um, vision of what you want it to be like and you're transforming it over time? Or is it just as it's going, it's changing for you? Well, it does seem to be as it's going, but I mean... I think I'm at the stage where I'm kind of happy with how it's looking. I mean, I, I part of me did want, um, it probably doesn't mean much to, to you because <laughs> you're kind of new to the whole Power Rangers thing, but there, there's this um, fan series called Power Rangers Unworthy. Okay. And they, they had a slightly different designed um, red shirt or okay. red, red suit. Uh-huh. I would l- love it love it to have been that one or like in the sun uh take that they did with tommy and they uh they did make a few other um costumes all the other colors uh-huh so it would be nice to have a slightly different looking red ranger suit right all the way i was taking it uh being the red Hornet ranger is pretty much where i am at the moment i would like to add a personalized sword to the pot Oh, that'd be that cool. Might be in the works. It all depends on what happens at the moment. <laughs> yeah, you know, sometimes these things take time. So, but oh uh, yeah, you know, you, you have a vision in mind, and eventually you'll be able to get it exactly what you're looking for. Well, yeah, I I had that vision for my helmet for yeah. ages, and it wasn't until someone said to me, you know, well, look, I'll make you one for free, and I was like. Right. Yeah. Fine. Go for it. <laughs> that's really cool. You know, because I mean, uh, people, that's one thing I've noticed with the community when it comes to now, there are sides to the Power Rangers community. It's just like any other where you're going to have you know, yeah. the, those type of people. But the majority of the people that I've dealt with so far, uh, it's been a very welcoming group of people to, uh, you know, they want to help each other out. They, uh, so, you know, I, I really do like that side of it. They do. Yeah. The, the, there is, uh, definitely a deep respect with most of the ranger community out there yes yeah. it's, it's just unfortunate that i can't really get over to america because i would love to be in that, that core group that yeah. you have out there uh, yeah like peter bay and um Evlog and all the others they all go to conventions and that and i just watch them uh, watch their videos and i think themselves bloody be there or i wish they'd come over here <laughs> Has there been very many of uh, the main people from the show that have come over there? Um, there's been a couple. I know 
Amy Jo uh -huh. um, came over for a Comic Con last year. Okay. And Walter Jones is coming over this year to the oh, same cool. one. Uh huh. And I think, um, oh, I can never say improperly, Steve, uh, the one that played Rocky. Oh, okay. Willie's got, favorite. Yeah, yeah. Car <laughs> um, Cardenas. That's it, yeah. Yeah. I believe he actually lives in England. Or he's got a house in England. Okay. Yeah, I actually just met him yesterday. Mm. He, yeah, uh, yeah, I was jealous of that. <laughs> so I, I, I'm kind of kicking myself now. Um, I ended up just getting an autographed uh, picture and everything. And then after I walked away from his table, I realized that he had, it's a custom coin that you can oh, yeah. only get from him. There's nowhere else you can get them. And it's the uh, the Red Power Ranger coin. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and it was like $5 more than what I spent on the picture. I was uh, like, that would have been worth it. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't really, it didn't hit me until I left that it's like, wait a minute. Why did I just do that to myself? <laughs> <laughs> so I sent him a message I... on Instagram and was like, hey, is there any way I can <laughs> still get one of those? <laughs> See what he says. Uh, could do might work yeah maybe was, we'll see when i met the doc the those two doctors last year you know uh -huh. i just went all in i did and got all three got the signatures got the shout outs and got the uh selfies yeah yeah uh i i kind of i had i had to cut this one short because like i told you the weather's been kind of um mm. crazy here so i got there it started at like 11 and by one, I believe it was, I was already headed home because the snow was hitting us so hard. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely being bad out there for you guys. Yeah, it's uh especially right where I'm at. Uh, they said that I guess it, we're supposed to have like record uh low temperatures that like we haven't had them this low in like almost 20 years. Mm -hmm. So so the one of the things that you do is uh you take boom comics and you make them into um audio series and uh it, i know that goes along with some of the comics and stuff that you were talking about before but um yeah there there was um one that you did um and i i gotta say it's probably one of my favorites that you've done and it is the um the incredible hulk one. Oh yeah i love that one uh just the, i felt so like there was so much uh heart behind that whole story and everything and the way that you were able to bring that forward uh was very well portrayed how much time do you usually put into um um editing these and writing them up and getting them uh ready for release well right, uh, a lot of them writing them seems to be coming quite easy to me now lately um uh -huh. especially with the power ranger ones yeah that particular one i didn't actually write it up because when I read it, I read the comic first and I thought to myself, well, this doesn't really need any narration. And yeah. normally the only reason I write them up is because I need to add in the narration and then obviously send them out to other people to actually voice. Yeah. But with that one, it was purely me. And huh. I, just the way it looked, I didn't feel like I needed any kind of narration to describe what was going on in the background because... All he was doing was walking around a desolate planet. You know, it's right. It didn't seem that important to narrate what was going on. So I wanted to try to 
put a lot of that with the sound effects in the background. So yeah. you hear him walking, you hear thunderstorms, you hear the Hulk making noises and ripping things up. Obviously, the comic did actually have its own kind of narration as well. Yes. So what I did was I, I literally had the comic in front of me and I just recorded myself reading the lines and just changing my voice where I needed to. Yeah. So when when I did like the old Bruce, I sort of just took it more feeble and lower. Yeah. And then just natural voice for um the narration uh-huh. in the comic. And then for the Hulk, obviously I did much more of a gruffer monster sort of voice. Right. Do you use a lot of uh like uh voice changing software when it comes to that stuff? Yeah, I use a program called Audacity and Basically, I just search on YouTube to how to sort of like change my voice to this, that, and the other. Um, oh, you can do that directly with Audacity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, oh, literally, wow. a lot, lot of the voice changes I've done. Um, I mean, I uh, if you've you've listened, have you listened to the Power Ranger Boom comics? Uh, not all of them. I've listened to some of it. Yes. Well, obviously, you got in that. Uh, it's either me or another guy I know playing Zordon. Uh-huh. So I deepen his voice and give it a bit of an echo with capacity. Uh-huh. Right. Um, I do the same for Beauty Bay's Rita's um, voice when she's meant to be the dream. I call it the dream Rita because it's the Rita that's talking to Tommy, but only he can see it. I got you. Yeah. Give that a bit of an echo. And yeah, you can do all sorts with it. I mean, that's how I created the Dalek voice. In the Doctor Who's, um, I can also make it sound like you're wearing a helmet, you know, like in Clone, yeah. Clone Wars and that. Yeah. I've been doing a bit more of as well. Okay. So I, I use Audacity to do all of my editing on here, and I had no idea. You know, I, I I have a very finite amount of knowledge on how to use it. I know how to edit my show, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, literally, I just type into um, YouTube, you know. Yeah. I like for how to sound like a girl using audacity or how to sound like you're wearing a helmet and huh. yeah, just bits like that. That's really cool. So I know you asked this recently on um, a few of your um, social media, but what comic is coming next? Um, well, I'm going to mostly be working on the Power Rangers ones uh, okay. for a little while. I want to get out all the main mighty morphin ones yeah um yeah. i want to start the gogo series arrangers okay it's sort of like set before the ones i'm already doing mm-hmm. um i'm thinking of doing something a little different with them um i am thinking of though doing several others uh i like i want to do the last ronin the turtle one yeah okay that'd be that'd cool be- yeah, I think that'd be a very interesting one to do. Yeah. Um, I'd like to do a Deadpool one. I mean, I actually got a graphic novel the last time I went to a Comic-Con. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking of doing that one or maybe doing the Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe. Oh, that I one's a lot can... of fun. Yeah, that would yeah. be interesting to hear. I think I could do, do something fun with that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few I've searched up as well recently. Like I want to do the Ranger Academy one as well. Yeah, recently. Have you looked into maybe uh, Shattered Grid? Uh, well, I'll be coming up to that one as well because that's 
in the main Mighty Morphin Power Ranger comics. Okay. So that that's part of one of the sagas. So I will be getting to that one, and that's going to be fun to do as well because it's completely different rangers yeah. as well. Or yeah, try to find other people to do voices. I think <laughs> that one's that one's going to take a that'll be a big undertaking. I think you know that's one that I've I haven't finished it, but it's one that I have started reading. Yeah, um, it's uh, I've told this on here before, and you probably heard me say this, but I started reading the Shattered Grid. It was kind of in the middle. I found one at a pawn shop or a flea market, actually. And um, it was the one that was Tommy's funeral uh, in mm. the comic series. And then I woke up that next morning to finding out that uh, Jason David Frank had actually passed away. Oh, right. Yeah. And so I actually had to set them down. I was like, I can't read this right now, you know. And it it was really weird, just the timing of it, you know, because I found it. And then less than 24 hours later, he's actually, you know, passed. Mm. So I, I, yeah, that one, it, it, I haven't got to finish it, but I want to now. Yeah, it, it is very good. I have read through it myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I've got some ideas for that particular, well, one before it. Uh-huh. Obviously, it ends that episode before it ends with, yeah, Tommy. Right. Seemingly die. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm going to try to really work that out. I want to really work people's emotions if I can. <laughs> like, well, like any TV show, really, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so there's one another thing that you do whenever it comes to cosplay. And um, I, I really enjoy this. And I wanted to ask you, how much time does it take? Because you have, so, like, therapy sessions with like the red ranger and the white ranger and then you're sitting over there in uh, dressed up like the doctor you know or it, how do you get that just right is i mean because obviously you can't duplicate yourself and everything <laughs> uh, just getting you know just the timing down and everything well when i did that one i i literally um basically wrote it down what i wanted to say and how in the order i wanted to say it so i basically wrote myself a script okay um and then I just made sure that when I filmed it, filmed it basically in a block. So I, I did myself um, in the White Ranger one uh-huh. and in one position. I made sure I sat still for a couple of them as well. Yeah. Or, or just sort of like did the random movements that, that wouldn't be taken as anything. Right. So that way I could fill in any space gaps if I uh-huh. did certain scenes quicker than the others. Right. Um, yeah, basically, uh, obviously, the one with just the doctor was the easiest because I could just record it in one go. Yeah, he's on the only... other side of the room, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I just had to make sure that I had the room clear and I was, I had enough of a separation. Yeah, I mean, there is one one of my videos that I did, uh, I think it's the one where I run across the room with the tape on. Mm-hmm. Um, you actually see one of the characters. Pick up the gun, pick up a gun, but the gun wasn't there. She <laughs> <laughs> just, just appears out of nowhere in my hand. I, I didn't notice that until after I posted it. And I was like, oh, that, that didn't quite work right. <laughs> yeah, you see people like when, because I guess it, it's a green screen type effect that you're using, right? Uh, well, it's cat cut, actually. And cat it cut, just, okay. It just removes the background. Okay. Well, I, I've seen some people do that, and all of a sudden, you know, like, 
their arm will disappear or something like yeah. that, you know? So it's, a. Uh, I wondered if, you know, it takes multiple cuts or multiple takes to try to get it to where it doesn't do things like that. Yeah. I mean, uh, literally just the way I do it is I'll, I'll just stand in front of the camera and record it. And then I'll take out any of the bloopers I've done. And it, it does sometimes mess up a little bit, especially when you're wearing the helmets because it, doesn't seem to recognize you as <laughs> human right from the background yeah <laughs> you, you ask it to remove the background and i've literally had it that it's removed background and my head <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> you need your head for part of this so. <laughs> yeah luckily though you can sort of like trace it around the figure to sort of like what you want out right so what is your process when it comes to, to writing these scripts? Um, well, what for the, for, for like, yeah. well, for like the audio series and stuff that you do for, your for the audio, literally I, I'll get the comic up. Uh-huh. Um, I'll have a little, I don't read through all of them sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I'll maybe have a read through a bit and then I just start writing them up and in people's names or the characters names. Mm-hmm. And, and I just add the narration where I feel it needs to be like if it's a change of scenery. So uh, be like, you know, back at the command center or, or on Vita's boom base and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and other bits. I mean, the most recent episode I've done was actually a bit more challenging because there was a lot of sort of action scenes in it. Yeah. Um, which I hadn't entirely written enough narration but then i find too much narration logs it up too much yeah so i managed to work some of the sound effects in the background to make it sound like they're fighting gotcha (laughs) (laughs) calling all heroes and fans of the extraordinary get ready to morph into a world of fan fiction like never before I am Cosplayed637, and I'm here to tell you about Power Rangers Universe 19. Picture this. Ultra Rangers defending the universe, Cyberforce Rangers navigating the digital frontier, and the high-flying adventures of the Power Rangers Skyforce. But that's just the beginning. We've got Kamen Rider Wizard conjuring magic, Kamen Rider Drive racing against time, and Kamen Rider Ghost unraveling the supernatural mysteries. And that's not all. Experience the musical journey of Power Rangers Masters of Music and the blood-shivering adventures of Kamen Rider Kiva brought to you by Ty Tiger. Then, brace yourself for the epic tales of the Beetle Troopers by Mark the Red Cornish Ranger. So, why should you tune in? Because Power Rangers Universe 19 is not just a podcast, it's a portal into a multiverse of fanfiction brilliance. Subscribe now on your favorite podcast platforms. Search for Power Rangers Universe 19 and join me, CosplayDude637, on an adventure that will ignite your imagination and redefine what it means to be a hero. And remember... And let the power protect you. So, you also do a lot of voice acting, because when it comes to Three Ranger Bros Studios, um, you've got Willie, and you've got Ty, and you've got yourself, and you all kind of show up in each other's worlds 
and uh, you do voices for uh you know each other i mean you're doing uh the main story for one piece right now i i believe that yeah. it, it's based off of a character um made about you um you know you do stuff in ty's world and everything like that how did you actually get started doing the voice acting side of things and what do you do to prepare yourself for the different characters that you're portraying well it was it was basically because of willie um he's suggestion to have me and his um operator series that he does uh-huh. um kicked it off and then i wanted to do more so um most of the time when comes to a role that they'll approach me and say look do you want to play this or do you want to play any of them yeah and i'll, ju- I'll just take a look at the characters and like um what ty's had me doing kilowog uh-huh. from uh, the green lanterns yeah so obviously i i know roughly how he well i say <laughs> i know roughly how he sounds he's always like a deep voice sort of one so i'd right. try to do that uh and i mean when well, to be honest, when Ty approached me for that Doctor Dead role, it was actually me suggesting to him to bring in the Joker because I just really wanted to try to play the Joker. <laughs> um, so that's how I, I went across that one. But like my One Piece one, well, that was a kind of collaboration between me and Willie. He right. wanted me to create an actual character, uh-huh. go into it. And yeah, I probably kind of, gone down the direction of like Captain Jack. Um uh I love that sort of drunken sailor kind of Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could I could see that, you know, listening to uh the character and everything like that. And you yeah. can hear that that kind of uh influence in there. Um when it comes to stuff like the uh the have you actually play- so I've heard people talk about it, but I haven't actually heard it. Is do you actually play the Joker in a uh series? Uh not yet, no. Not um yet. I because I know they asked you to do the Joker laugh on the one hundredth episode of Zero Hero. And so yeah. I was like, huh, I wonder, did, did has he actually played that character? Basically, um, because I do the Doctor Dead yeah. um yeah. in ties, and that that's about as close as I've come to doing the Joker. Okay. Although Going back to the whole adapting comic books, one of the ones I do want to do is um, oh, I might have forgotten the name of it. Uh, the Killing Joke. Okay, yeah, that's a good I, one. I, I would like to, do, and I would do the Joker in that one. I, w- yeah. I wouldn't say the main. Well, he is the main character, I suppose. It, it, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I, I just it, it's me growing up in the nineties. You know, I'm used to the whole. Um, the Batman animated series with Mark Hamill being the Joker. Right. It's just, you've done it so well. It just really like it. I don't know. I just don't yeah. It, to do it. it. It's definitely one that's, uh, he's hard to follow, you know, like, yes. because he, he did so well at it. And I know I respect his, his reason behind it, but it also is kind of heartbreaking to know that he's never going to portray that character oh, yeah. again, you know? Um, but I, I totally understand why. Yeah, I mean it's definitely a good reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, you know, I grew up with the the Batman like you did and everything. So this is kind of a, I don't know how to put this. It's kind of a question coming from an American brain, I guess you could say. Um, 
when it came to like the Power Ranger shows and things like that, did they show up around the same time as they did like in the United States? Or was it more of a it's doing good on this market, so let's try it out here type of thing? Um, no, we didn't actually get it until Christmas time or around about December. Okay. Um of ninety three. Ninety three. Um, okay. They have started to come out more close to the same time period right in recent years yeah. like a lot of things to be honest but yeah back then we were always the last to get things yeah and for episode one of star wars for some reason <laughs> i don't know why we got that before you guys but I, we did i don't know only a few hours <laughs> well you know i'm I, the day does um end there before it ends here so you know yeah you know that that just makes sense you know kind of like right now it's uh three something in the afternoon for me and i think it's like nine something for you isn't it it is yeah it's about nine thirty now yeah so you're getting close to going to bed and i'm trying to figure out what we're gonna do for dinner <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's always what it's like with with us and willie you know with yeah i start chatting first thing in the morning and he's fast asleep <laughs> and then it's about lunchtime probably before he uh responds or something yeah <laughs> yeah I, that tie and him go continue on after two o'clock normally oh i know i i was thinking about that there's a lot of times uh I, i'll even i'll be sitting there next to my wife and tyle send me a message and i'm like why isn't this dude in bed and it's like 3 30 in the morning for him I, I i'm not sure does he sleep i don't know i don't think he does <laughs> But yeah, that, he he's a good dude. I I've really enjoyed um, working with Ty on doing a bunch of the different voice acting stuff that I'm doing, and then me and him have kind of created that uh, you know if you give a dad a question mark series. And so uh, yeah, I, I really enjoy talking with Ty when it comes to uh, a lot of this stuff. Yeah, I'm definitely thinking of getting you involved in a few more as well. Yeah, I keep I keep picking out roles to do as I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, we've said this a lot, and I know that um, you've been kind of the recruiter, I guess you could say, when it comes to the Zeo to Hero Discord. Um, because how I met all of these people is through you. Um, <laughs> and I, I believe uh, I was in a group with you. It's the Avenue Podcast Network, I believe, is what uh, where, where I first started talking to you at. Yeah. And uh, it, it was it was nice to find somebody that wasn't a, a bot that was, you know, trying to uh, sell me um, advertisement. Yeah, it's <laughs> still going there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, today alone, I think I've gotten probably four or five messages from once. I'm just like, no, leave me alone. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I think that's how we actually got started talking was through there on Facebook. And um, got to say, man. Uh, Meeting you and being a part of the group that I'm a part of now is probably one of the best things that's happened when it comes to my podcast. Uh, I'm having a ton of fun and just want to say thank you for bringing me into this crazy group that we're a part of. That's all right. <laughs> and talking about that, um, I do have, I know you said no. <laughs> yeah, I know this is <laughs> I have two, Billy said four. I only have two questions. So, uh, but they're both from Billy. And uh, the first one is, who has inspired you outside of big names 
and actors and shows outside of those people who has been an inspiration for you? Um, I suppose I'm going to have to say my dad, to be honest. I mean, yeah, I know he worked hard. Obviously, I didn't understand it when I was little, but he, he worked right. hard a lot of my younger life. Yeah. And um, yeah, he's definitely one of the one one of the people I miss. That's the past couple of years. Right. Uh, especially when anything happens to my car, <laughs> I have no one to turn to. I used, used to have him to turn to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, the other thing that he asked is, has your daughter inspired you more than you expected when it comes to your writing and cosplay? I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's, she's not much help when it comes to it, but um <laughs> She, no. she definitely gets enthusiastic. I mean, she she loves dressing up, and yeah. Unfortunately, she's leaning towards more the uh, princess dresses at the moment and uh, stuff like that. But uh, I'll keep working on her with ranger stuff and who stuff. <laughs> yeah, just you know, chip away at it. Time and time will uh, will get things right there. <laughs> I mean, I suppose at least she likes Paw Patrol, which is more of a superheroish thing. So. It is Might be yeah. working in the right direction. I I will I will say uh, whenever my son got into Paw Patrol, I was I was like, okay, this is kind of cool, and you know, I'd sit there and watch it with him and all that. So, uh, Paw Patrol was a cool one. I gotta admit, I've I've caught a couple of the episodes mm-hmm. after I watched because we took it to watch the movie. Yeah, and no offense to the voice actors and that, but they're they're acting in the TV is diabolical compared to the movie. <laughs> the movie was much better. I'm saying. I actually haven't seen the movie. I didn't. I don't even think I knew that they had a movie. It's only been out for a couple of months. And we oh, took okay. her. We took her in November, I think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've got a 12 and 13 year old now. They're not really doing much in the way of Paw Patrol anymore. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, yeah. Um, have you done a lot of uh, when it comes to your own characters, your uh, your original characters? Um, has she played a big role in maybe creating some of those characters? Um, not in creating them, but she's definitely, you know, kind of helped me with her enthusiasm because she when, when she sees me dressed up as I mean, we dressed up stuff as my well. I was the Cornish Ranger, but I dressed up as the Red Ranger for her birthday, and she loved it. And oh, that's cool! It's it's just nice seeing her get that excited, right? I mean, when right. we went to that Comic Con last year, you know, I I got her to dress up, and I obviously dressed up as well, and did the whole competition thing. And when she got up on that stage, and she just danced around like a queer, it was, it was <laughs> brilliant. I loved it. So you're a big uh, Doctor Who fan. <laughs> who would you say is um do you have a favorite doctor kind of but at the same time i sort of like i i enjoy them all uh-huh. um i mean i i very much like the sort of john pertwee doctor okay um and even tom baker uh-huh but uh, they, they've all been brilliant i think i mean i used to not actually like colin baker's doctor much Right. Then I started to listen to the audio dramas by Big Finish, and they really flushed his character out more yeah. and made it more 
likable almost. Yeah. So I have, I mean, you've talked about this before, but I have, and I think I figured out what my problem is. Um, I'm not a big fan of Matt Smith when it comes to uh, his portrayal of the doctor. And I think it's because going from Dave Tennant to him was such a drastic change. I had a very hard time flipping over to that mindset when it comes to Matt Smith. Now, I know that you have told me in the past that, you know, you were kind of a, uh, you, you liked his portrayal of it, uh, Matt Smith, when it comes to it. Um, I I don't know. I I actually haven't picked up much more from it since I got onto that character. I don't know if it's the actor or if it's just the character himself. Uh, I mean, I always think he's, he plays it similar to um, what Patrick Troughton did. Okay. Um, And that's sort of like, they they called him the cosmic hobo, <laughs> but um, he's definitely very energetic. I mean, when, yes. when I tried to do him in that Star Trek of Who crossover, uh-huh. I found I had to be more energetic. I I never try to actually imitate anyone because I, I can't really imitate them. But I I try to bring the same energy that I see them doing. So it literally you had to try to talk fast and. Yeah, be that sort of child um, kind of style bouncing around. Yeah, and you know, and maybe that that was the thing for me was you know just how much energy had. Uh, maybe I think it was kind of hard to keep up with that uh, mm-hmm. when watching it. Um, but you know, it, you were saying that about uh, not trying to exactly replicate what that person was, and uh, you know, you had me do a a, a small line in uh, one of your. Uh, Doctor Who episodes that you have and uh, I, I asked you exactly how do you want me to do this because you know obviously I can't do an English accent to save my life so yeah. you know and I, I believe that you were able to give some good insight you know in um, just trying to get the essence of the character themselves you know instead of trying to do an exact replication of what they might sound like it would be more of an interpretation than it is yeah. a replication yeah definitely yeah because the only people that can really do the voice accurately is the ones that played it originally. Yes, uh, wow. definitely. There is a few out there that do very good. Oh, yeah. Changes, but <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you do have the people who, uh, I mean, uh, I'm, I can't think of the name of the guy right now, but, you know, he's very good at doing impersonations and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, you, you got the ones that that's that's what they do. It's just impersonations. So, you know, uh, but I'm not an impersonator. So, you know, I have to give my own interpretation. Hello, everybody. I apologize for butting in on what you're listening to, but I wanted to introduce you guys to a brand new podcast called the Tiger Nexus Podcast. I'm Ty Tiger and I'm the host. I'm mostly known for the Tiger Tales YouTube channels where you'll find stories and fan fictions that I write and read to you guys. I'm also a co-founder of the Three Range Bro Studios, but I wanted to dive in into this whole podcasting thing. I'm a content creator and I adore making content of all sorts of varieties and I want to interview people that enjoy and make content as well. And we're talking about all sorts of things from TikToks to YouTube to story writing to storytelling podcasts movies and TV shows all forms of content you can think of I want to interview people about so 
there's going to be lots of different variety. So make sure you check out the Tiger Nexus podcast on YouTube and Spotify. So are you a gamer? I used to be. I mean, I, I do try a little bit to play games, but I don't find I have the time sometimes. <laughs> I get that. I definitely get that. I, uh, um, I have a bunch of different game consoles, but the amount of time that I spend on them uh, probably shouldn't have as many game consoles as I do. Yeah, I've got an Xbox and I've got a um, Switch. And okay, I brought the game. I brought Pokemon for the Switch. Which one? Both which Pokemon? Uh, I got. I had the Arceus one. Okay, and the most recent generation as well. The uh, life of me, I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, it's how much um, I played it. Scarlet and yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Ruby is it? Not Ruby. Uh, Scarlet and I don't remember what the other one is, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, so it's funny now because uh, when it comes to my boy, he is far surpassed me when it comes to Pokemon. He has played just about everything he can get his hands on. You know, I'm good if I'm remembering the original 151, you know, but he knows all of them. He has like the encyclopedias when it comes to it and everything. Proud dad moment, you know, because my kid knows Pokemon. But yeah, he he makes me feel dumb when it comes to talking about Pokemon now. Yeah, I I lost track of it, I think, around about Gen 3. Yeah, yeah, that was about me. Uh, I was good. I, I had the blue version and I had uh, um, silver whenever I was younger, too. Uh, but after that, I didn't really play that much of them. I wish I had them now because they're worth a lot of money. Oh, yeah, definitely. So you brought something up today um, in Discord, and I kind of wanted to talk to you about it. And uh, that's Stargate. <laughs> you brought up a really good point. Um when you said that, you know, why didn't they have something to where you could see who was, you know, calling through the Stargate? You know, it would have made things a lot safer because then you could just uh, maybe block them from coming through, right? Oh, find out where someone is. It, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was It was. the episode of uh, Stargate Atlantis I was thinking on because in it, um, John Shepard gets kidnapped. Uh-huh. Um, and then they're dialing Atlantis to give ransom information. And I was just thinking to myself, why haven't they got caller ID? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> if they if they had caller ID, they would know where to go, what Stargate it is, and then just dial it. <laughs> <laughs> so I suppose had... it would have made a short episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it would make for a shorter show completely, you know, because... Wasn't the movie about somebody getting lost and they couldn't figure out where they went? Yeah, yeah, basically it was. Yeah, there's a bit of a controversy on that as well because yeah, all all through the series, you know, they just walk up to the DHD, dial in the address, and cut. But it took an entire movie for him to find the address to get home. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love that movie though. That uh, that one's always been a lot of fun to go back and rewatch. I, I consider it part of the series myself, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I think, well, if you go and watch it on, um, I think it's Hulu or something like that. 
don't they include the movie as being there? Like they do the movie and then they start the show after the movie. Yeah, I mean it is essentially it's the way it is set up. Uh, when right, because it's years uh, later, the first episode. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. about a year or so later, and it's the way they set it up. But yeah. uh, some people think it's not. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of things in it <laughs> oh yeah so what do you have coming up maybe that uh i want to give you a chance to kind of talk about it and uh tell us you know maybe some exciting things that's going to be coming down the pipe here soon um oh hopefully i'm going to be releasing my season two of what i call royal britannia or it's basically the um journey of the red cornish ranger uh-huh. going from where we left him off where he right. was leaving his universe and he's now chasing after Nepus, and it will bring us up to the first episode that he appeared in in Willie's um, Universe 19. Okay. Uh, it's about uh, it's seven or eight episode. Yeah, eight, seven episode um, series I'm doing. I'm also going to be doing a bit of a crossover at the end with me, Ty, and Willie. Um, finally got it written out was originally going to be my 30th anniversary story but uh i'm got away from me <laughs> <laughs> it, it, um, it does that yeah i'm also going to be doing more stories in universe 20 as well um with a sort of like standalone-ish stories that i've called tales of the ranger council okay it'll, it'll basically be devoted to particular ranger teams and particular scenarios and even some fan theories that I've had, um, I'm going to explore those fan theories within those episodes. Yeah, well, I mean that'll be. I, I like that. That'll that'll be really cool. Uh, it kind of reminds me of. Um, so there's a podcast that I found, and um, they take it kind of mixes the comics with the TV show, but gives it a more adult vibe ish. I guess you could say. I think I know which one you. Is that you Power Rangers audio drama? Yes. Yeah, that is, that is is an awesome. I've tried to actually go for a couple of roles on there. I'm on a Discord. I'm on their actual Discord as well. Oh, really? Yeah. I, um, man, I've tried getting a hold of that guy because I, I I really enjoy what what they create, and I know that he does other stuff as well. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does um, an X Men one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's done a Batman one. I even right. tried for a. Um, two-faced role on that oh that'd have been cool uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah um I, so i found that randomly i think so i first i found the x-men one it showed up on my spotify as something i might be interested in and then the yeah, power rangers nice. one came in and i was like oh my gosh this is it's really well done and i like how it almost it gave us what i kind of was wanting um yeah I'm a big fan of the YouTube um, video movie that came out, and I think it was 2015. Oh yeah, that's um, um, pretty one. Yeah, and um, I would love to see more stuff that's along those lines. You know, that's uh, you know most of the people who are fans of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers or even Zeo, they're adults now. You know, so let it kind of adapt to something that would be more geared towards us now too. You know, I mean, you can still have the other stuff, but I would like something that's a little bit more geared towards me as an adult too. 
Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I'd say the comics are quite... The comics are more the re way we want them to be at the moment, I think, because they are right. quite darker as well. Like yes. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I agree there. You know, I it's just I'm I'm wanting something that I can watch too, not just oh yeah the comics <laughs> and stuff. But um, there I found another one. I can't remember the name of it. Um, and it was so it ended up they were trying to it had the Psycho Rangers, and the Psycho Rangers had taken out the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and the Rangers in space. Yeah, and, unworthy. Is it unworthy? Okay, it is. Yeah. Uh, I've I've started watching. I've seen I think two of those, and I mean I, I kind of I'm really digging that. I, I, I like those different stories that they're coming up with on there. Yeah, you've got unworthy, and then there's a couple of others. Um, uh, not shattered grid, shattered past. Uh, okay. There's another one. I think okay. it's shattered past, and blood of the grid. Uh-huh. It's another one, and but it's the fact that they're also bringing back several of the old rangers um it's like blood of the grid as the actor that played andros okay um like actually him yeah actually andros and i think could be wrong in this i might have to have a look up but in that particular episode you were talking about with the psycho rangers Uh i think the pink psycho ranger or purple psycho ranger the queen one Uh uh-huh think is the actress that played Karan. Really? That played Astromina. Okay. Uh, well, I, yeah, okay. That. Uh, well, I mean, I'm I know not... they, they they do talk about it, you know, about her being Astronomer mm. and stuff like that, but I didn't know that that was actually her. Yeah, I, I think it is. I mean, I might, I might have Billy screaming at uh, Spotify right now <laughs> going, Astronomer! or something, but... Um... <laughs> He will let us know as soon as he listens to it. Be like, yeah, you're yeah. wrong. So, I, might, I might just not say anything and leave it until he listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's good. So, Billy, tell us, are, are we wrong? Are we right? Are we way off track here? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the one thing that I found really funny in the unworthy one, that I the, the one that I did watch, was um, they had Power Rangers Megaforce on there. And yeah. they didn't even make it off the ground before one of them was like taken out of the picture completely. Like they just obliterated them within the first like two minutes. That's about right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know you're you're not a, a big fan of the Megaforce, are you? Well, it's, I mean, I do like it. It's an okay series, but yeah. for me, it it wasn't what it should have been because it was an anniversary series, right? Twenty. They right? did, yeah. But they did then Super Mega Force a year later. Yeah, and they just could have done it so much better. I mean, I, I, I just feel it fell short of what I would expect from an anniversary right. year or season or anything. Yeah, I mean, you know, Mega uh, not Mega Mod Force was technically an anniversary season. Okay, and all they did was one good episode, yeah. a one anniversary episode. The that was all we needed. Yeah, in my mind, that was all we needed. Right, it worked perfectly. It did. <laughs> you know, that's probably one. I, I really like Wild Force, uh, but that's I, I love that episode. I mean, that one was a lot of fun. Um, but talking about anniversary episodes, how did you feel about the thirtieth anniversary uh, um, movie or short that we had? 
short movie. I, I thought it was brilliant. I, I absolutely loved it. And yeah, I mean, it's a shame they didn't get as many of the cast as they could have. Right. Um. Then again, that, that that's just me all over. I, I mean, I'm the type of person, like with the recent Doctor Who anniversary episode, I would have loved to have seen every single Doctor. Yeah. You couldn't get every single one back because some of them have passed on since right. the show started. But, you know, but for the story it was and for the way it was put together, I thought it was spot on perfect. It, it definitely my top anniversary episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I liked how they kind of tied stuff in on there and how they were able to bring in like the uh, Robo Rita and all of that, you know, and they kind of were able to have like the green ranger there without him actually being there yeah you know um so it it didn't leave anybody out and i I really did like that although i do say um people always think that tommy's obviously the most powerful ranger in the in the ranger universe but when you consider he didn't even power half the machine right yeah (laughs) It, 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 it it took another 10 rangers before it was even at half power yeah that's true <laughs> i didn't even think of that mm-hmm. <laughs> no i mean i i like tommy i like jason Dim frank as a character as an actor and tommy yeah. as a character they they did kind of overuse it a little bit i think at the end. yeah well he was one that was always very you know more than happy to come back and do something else when it came to the show. And I know there are other ones who have come back as well for like a, a one-off episode and stuff, but I mean, you know, he came back for entire seasons even, so, you know? um, So, I mean, as a kid, you know, he was always my favorite and, or one of my favorites, the other one being uh, Billy, you know, I always loved the blue Ranger because I grew up, I was wearing glasses and uh, you know, so I was like, Oh, there's a Ranger that has glasses. Well, I have them too. So, I could be a ranger as well, you know, kind of thing in my kindergarten brain. That's the way I thought. So, you know, uh, Billy's always special to me, but Tommy was, I would probably say probably he was my first hero as a kid. Wait, uh, uh, you're saying about Billy, I definitely think he's one of the most developed characters in Power Rangers. Yeah. Through that, the whole series. Cause I mean, he, he, he went from being that sort of shy, geeky person to this hero that's uh well in, in what we see in once and for always once and yeah yeah the anniversary <laughs> episode <Can't> talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um no i agree i mean he's you know got his own i mean he's a has his own company and everything yeah. you know he was able to develop what he had back then and make it into this huge thing that everybody can use you know, um, he was a, uh, entrepreneur, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he definitely, definitely could inspire people. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so we're kind of coming up close to a close here and everything. And I've just got just a few more questions before I get you off of here. If people want to follow you online, how can they do that? Uh, well, I'm on most places. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. Obviously YouTube. Although I don't do much on YouTube and on much on Instagram. Um, but I'm all under the Red Cornish Ranger on those. I am on threads now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming under actually the Red Cornish Ranger. I'm sure. Yeah, you it are. It goes through Instagram, doesn't it? 
<laughs> um, I'm on X as uh, at Cornish Ranger, and I'm also on um, Cameo as the Red Cornish Ranger. If anyone wants anything, any shout outs or anything, all right, one welcome to ask. How's that going? I've never used that before. Uh, is yeah, uh, I, I've had nothing so far. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, absolutely nothing. <laughs> Well, somebody needs to uh, reach out and uh, get them a cameo of the Red Cornish Ranger. Yeah, might as well. It will go on. It'll go on me getting cameos from other actors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, I have had a really good time talking to you, and uh, hopefully, we can get you to come back on here, and we can talk about some more of the projects that you've uh, got going on. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, I'll have them out soon as well. All right, man. I'll get my ass in gear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you have a good night. You too. Thanks for having me on. Hey, listeners. I'm glad you're enjoying what you're listening to. I'm Billy from Zero Hero Podcast. I'll always be joined by Jim. And me and him are the Folk and Skull Podcasting. If you definitely like jumping down rabbit holes from week to week of anything that ranging from the old school Power Rangers 90s-esque nostalgia or... We could even be talking about moon landings. So, I know you're interested. So, definitely after the show, come check us out. Zio to Hero Podcast. Hey, listen. My name is A Crown. And if you enjoy fan fiction, be sure to check out The Author's Crown. We have stories from all kinds of franchises like DC, Power Rangers, and Transformers. But wait, there's more. We also do original crossovers you didn't know you needed. Head on over to YouTube and search for The Author's Crown today. This is Mark, the Red Cornish Ranger, and one of the Three Range Bros Studios. Along with Ty Tiger with Tiger Tales on YouTube, Cosby Dude 637 with Storytime and Universe 19, and my podcast, Nerds Through Comics. Also, check out the Zeo to Hero Network with Zeo to Hero, hosted by Billy and Jim, the Balkan Scholar Podcast. Ben, the Baker Ranger with... Baker Ranger Movie Talks, plus the partners of Zio to Hero. You can check them all out on TikTok and Instagram. And check out Review Time Productions with Digital Beasts and Hunter Time Productions. Both are on YouTube. All podcasts are on multiple platforms, so you can listen to them anywhere. All right, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed that episode with Mark the Red Cornish Ranger, and make sure that you go out there and check out his stuff. He's a really good guy. He has a lot of really good content, and I think you guys will enjoy that a lot. So make sure and show him some love and uh, give him a follow and listen to some of his stuff. So next week's episode will actually be a little different. It will be my um, live episode that I just got through doing uh, with Nick Helms from Original Geek Comics. And um, I'm going to put that one out for you guys who weren't able to hear it. So make sure that you tune in next week so you can hear that one. It's going to be a lot of fun. I really enjoyed doing that, and I can't wait to do more live episodes. Um, I think this year I will be trying to do a lot more of those because it was so much fun. I, I really enjoyed it. Being able to interact with uh, uh, people in a crowd and being able to see the different people who are listening while we're recording live. you know. And uh, if you get a chance, 
get the Podbean app on your phone and everything. That way uh, you can actually send in questions to me as we're speaking on the Podbean Live episode. Um, you know, you can say hi and maybe we'll be able to say hi back and talk a little bit on there as well. But um, yeah, make sure that you look out for that episode next week. Um, that way you guys can hear that. It was a lot of fun. We even had a uh, big name when it comes to comic books that walked in uh, right in the middle of our uh, conversation that we were having. So uh, yeah, you'll be able to hear that as well. It was actually pretty cool. So while you're waiting on another episode of If You Give a Data Podcast, make sure that you follow the podcast networks that I'm a part of. And that's the OIW Podcast Network, the Zeo to Hero Podcast Network, and the Avenue Podcast Network. When you're waiting on new stuff from me, go follow these guys. They have amazing content and uh, enough to keep you busy until there's a new episode of I Get App. They've got great stuff. They make me laugh. They make me think. So, uh, yeah, make sure that you go out there and follow them. As you've seen, I have new merch out. I have my new uh, Dad Bod Club shirt out. I have my new hoodies out. I have the original shirt as well that you can still get. Um, you can also get tumblers. You can get coffee cups. You can get stickers. Um, just hit me up and let me know what you want, and we will get it to you. Uh, the dad bod shirt is actually doing really well. I've had multiple people ask for that one. It was a lot of fun to make. It was a um, co-creation by me and Billy from Zio to Hero. And my wife actually got a hold of it and made it even better. So uh, if you guys want one of those shirts, make sure you hit me up and tell me what size you need. Um, but get your merch. It's fun stuff. And uh, I really appreciate it because it just goes back to helping this podcast to be able to make it better for you guys. If you like the way my ending theme song sounds, make sure that you go out there and follow D-Cure. He's the one who created it for me. Been using it about a year now, and uh, I love it. In fact, it was really funny. Um, we just got back from doing the um, art con in the Osho. And as we were doing it, Nick's over there singing <laughs> the the, uh, the ending song to the podcast and everything. So I had it stuck in my head all day yesterday because uh, Nick was uh, singing it at the booth. So thanks, Nick. But if you guys like that one, make sure that you follow him. He just came out with a new song that's really cool. And it's called Nerdy. So uh, yeah, follow his stuff. He's amazing. Also, I want to say thank you to Original Geek Comics. Um, they have brought me in and made me feel like one of them. I went to this con with them, uh, just got home yesterday and I had a blast and I can't wait to do more stuff with them here in the future. All the things that they're doing is amazing. And, um, I, like I said, I can't wait to be part of more of it. And, uh, you know, they gave me a full page when it came to, um, their Paladin comic book. So uh, they've got the new one that is coming out at the end of February called The Eighth Day. So make sure that you go out there and you get a copy of that as well. Pre-order it. It's going to be amazing stuff. This one, like I told you, uh, I believe it was last week, it is going to be a double issue. So instead of 22 pages, it is going to be like 40 pages, I believe. And it's amazing stuff. I got to see a few sneak peeks of it this weekend and uh, it's going to be really cool. So make sure that you go out there and you get their stuff and follow Original Geek online. Um, I will have their stuff kind of in my show notes as well as these other people that I'm mentioning as well. If you like Diamond State Wrestling, make sure that you go out there and follow them. They are a local uh, wrestling company here in Northwest Arkansas. They are a story-based 
um, wrestling company as well. So uh, if you want to know more about them, follow them online. Also look at their YouTube channel. Um, it has all of their shows that they've had on there, as well as the Shire shows that they were having. And then you've got the uh, Rare Cut, which kind of gives you up-to-date information. I believe it's on a bi-weekly basis now. But originally I was a part of that, and I helped them get that started. And uh, they're doing amazing stuff over there. So make sure that you go and you follow everything that Diamond State Wrestling is doing. So if you want to follow me on social media, just go to the search bar in any one of them and type in If You Give a Data Podcast. And you can find me pretty much anywhere. I'm on all the major social media sites, so just give me a follow. Um, also, you can email me at giveadatapodcast at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you guys, getting requests for new guests, or if you want to say, hey, I need a t-shirt, you can email me and say, hey, I want one of your shirts, and this is the size I need. Do it. Email is a great way to get that to me. Um, also, do me a favor, rate and review this podcast. Wherever it is you're listening, make sure that you tell me how I'm doing, whether it be five star, three star, whatever you think it is, just rate it. The more people that do that, the more likely I am to be recommended to more people. And the more people listen to this, the better. But yeah, that's just a little favor that you could do for me. Just go out there and tell me how I'm doing. Also like, share, and subscribe to this as well. Wherever you're listening, hit the notification bell. That way you get notified when a new episode of If You Give a Data podcast is available. So I've come to the end of another wonderful episode of If You Give a Data podcast. And um, it's time for Billy's favorite part of the show. And that is Dad Joke of the Week. (laughs) Have you heard of Quiet Tennis? It's like normal tennis, but without the racket. <laughs> Jared, you stay over there. You stay over there. Yeah, you get back. You get back I'm right now. I'm done with this guy. Over there. I'm bad. No, bad. Let me out. I'm getting the spray bottle. I'm getting the spray bottle. I'm going to swing. Spray bottle. I'm going to put them on wall. Walls of Jericho. All right. I love you guys. I hope you have a wonderful week. And I will see you next time. Bye. On. He calls us beautiful people, then tells us who we have on. The best part of my day, the world blocked out in my pods. Tell my friends all about it so that they follow along. And the host is kind of nerdy, but guess what? I am as well. I don't feel so alone, and I began walking out of my shell. Heard a story, I need a connection I haven't felt. I'll be looking for the next one, tell then farewell. It's the podcast for me. Have it on, better go see. Closely download and tune in remotely. It's the podcast for me. Have it on, better go see and listen closely. This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network. So there I was in the face of danger. Then they got an intercom. Welcome to McDonald's. How can I help you?